You're listening to the Just Japan podcast. Thanks for taking a stop by here and listening to the Just Japan podcast episode number one. Now, a little bit about myself. My name is Kevin, and I will be your host every week on the Just Japan podcast. I am a Canadian living and working in Japan. I work. Uh, I currently live in Kobe, Japan, and at the moment I'm working in Osaka, Japan, and Osaka is, I think, the third largest city here in Japan. And a lot of you out there might know me from the interwebs, uh, the YouTube. Uh, I am Busan Kevin on YouTube, also known as Jayland Kev on my other channel, and a lot of you who might be listening to this probably watch me on YouTube. And if some of you out there have no idea who I am on YouTube, that's awesome. I'm glad you're out there listening to this podcast now and you've downloaded it. So in a nutshell, I am a teacher. I live and work here in Japan. I am, like I said, from Canada, from the east coast of Canada originally. I am a credentialed K through six teacher, um, and I've been working in Japan for almost six years now. In the entire time I've lived in the Kobe area. Now Kobe itself is a really beautiful city. It's located in the Kansai region of Japan, which is just kind of.、Uh, Basically, about 20 kilometers outside of Osaka, it's got about 1.5 million people, and it's right on the the, the ocean.、Uh, it's got a great, beautiful mountain range behind it, and a lot of you may have heard of the city of Kobe because of the really devastating earthquake that happened in Kobe in 1996. So most of the city was flattened by a very large earthquake, and、um, I think more than 4,000 people lost their lives in that tragedy. Um, it's also well known for its steak. It's Kobe beef. It's Kobe steak, which is extremely expensive, very delicious.、Um, but to be honest, I've never actually bought a Kobe steak because you know it's a lot of money.、Um, I like steak, but、uh, Kobe steak haven't had a chance yet to try that. So a little bit about my background、uh, as far as it goes working here in Japan.、Uh, I have experience teaching at the international school level.、Uh, I was a kindergarten teacher, a senior kindergarten teacher, at、uh, an international school for several years, and I was also a head teacher at an international school.、Uh, at the moment, I'm working as an ALT or an ALT. I work for a very large、uh, board of education,、uh, what they call a direct hire ALT, and I'm、uh, teaching. At a junior high school and three elementary schools, I kind of rotate between them throughout the week. I've been doing this for about five months now, and I've got two months left, just kind of a short contract. And then I'm actually going to be moving back into the world of international schools. It's been quite an、uh, interesting experience, and I got to admit,、uh, one of the reasons why I wanted to become an alt or an alt, at least for a little while, was to improve my Japanese. My Japanese isn't so good,、uh, and working in the international school setting was always a great excuse for me not to practice it and not to use it. But、uh, working in Japanese schools every day, with lots of you know Japanese people around me,、um, also with a lot of coworkers who don't speak English at all, and the, you know the, the kids I'm teaching their English level is very, very, very basic, very minimal.、Uh, I you know I'm forced, luckily, to use Japanese every day to communicate.、Um, So kind of do or die, so to speak. So、uh, again, my Japanese has gotten better. It's still garbage. It's gotten better, and that's one thing out there, guys.、Um, for those of you who watch me on YouTube, often people will leave comments on videos and say, "Kevin, please speak Japanese in a video," or they leave comments on my Facebook page,、um, like, "Kevin, please."、Uh, 
teach us Japanese or this or that. And, and I don't do that. That's not what my YouTube is about. That's not what this podcast is about per se. Um, this is about life in Japan and different aspects of, of Japan, working in Japan, um, hobbies in Japan, having fun in Japan, travel in Japan, and el uh, elsewhere. Um, there are people out there who speak Japanese very well, foreigners who speak Japanese very well, who teach it um, on their channels. Guys like Victor, give me a break, man. Hiko Simon up in Tokyo sometimes um, you know, will, will make videos all in Japanese. And, and they're very fluent in, in the language, and that's part of their thing. Um, my thing is not teaching Japanese because I don't want to teach you bad pronunciation and horrible grammar. Um, there's a lot of resources out there, of course, on YouTube and podcast-wise if you are interested in learning Japanese, so that's one of the great things with the, the interwebs in 2014. Um, yeah, so back to the podcast itself. Uh, this podcast is going to be about a lot of different things. So obviously, you know, I have a lot of experience teaching, education. Um, I've got a lot of experience with technology. Um, before I became a teacher, I actually worked in the information technology sector in Canada. I worked at a game development company as a 3D modeler and texture artist. Um, had a lot of interest in editing and things like that. Uh, then I moved to Korea, South Korea, back in 2002, where I planned on just satisfying a bit of wanderlust. Uh, I just wanted to travel for a year. And I moved to a small kind of bedroom community outside of Seoul uh, and... Uh, Gyeonggi-do province, Gyeonggi province, uh, where I taught uh, for a year at a kindergarten. And that one year ended up turning into five years. But it all turned out really well because I was able to save up enough money to go back to Canada, get my teaching credentials, go back to the university, get my, my teaching degree um, to become my quote-unquote real teacher. And I met my wife along the way. Um, which is why I'm in Japan. So it's an interesting, it just kind of in a nutshell, my wife is Japanese. That's why I am in Japan. She is from Osaka originally. That's why I'm in the Kansai region. And I met my wife in Korea, in Busan, Korea. And that's why a lot of you will wonder why my YouTube username is Busan Kevin. That's because I started YouTubing in 2006 and I lived in Busan, Korea. Um, my my knowledge of Korea now is kind of dated, so I won't I don't really talk about Korea so much anymore, aside from like anecdotal experiences, um, and that kind of gets me onto the topic of about guests on this show. Um, a lot of you out there are interested in things about Korea and many aspects of Japan. And when I don't know about a topic, or my knowledge is limited or dated, that's when I bring on guests. And every week I'm going to try to bring on a guest and talk about various topics. Um, things I know a lot about, I know a lot about education. Uh, that's something I'm passionate about and care about. I'm happy to talk to you about working in international schools, working in public schools in Japan, uh, working in hogwans in in Korea. Uh, the entire time I worked in Korea, I worked at private language schools called hogwans. In those days, when I was working in Korea, it was not common to have native English speakers or foreigners working in public schools in Korea. It just didn't happen. Now it's very common. Um, I'll talk about parenting in Japan. I am a parent. I've got two children. I've got a son and a daughter who my wife and I are raising to be bilingual. That will sometimes be a topic of blogs, or of, of the podcast, I should say, different episodes, about raising children in Japan, um, raising bilingual children, different methods, different things we try things that work, things that don't work, advice if, if I can give it, and bringing people on who know more about it than I do to talk about it. 
Um, I have some experience running. It's kind of a hobby. I'm, I, right now, my shoes are kind of hanging up. I'm, I'm not really doing it so much. I've lost my running mojo, so to speak. Hopefully, I'll be getting that back soon. But I've run 10 full marathons in Japan. I can talk a little bit about that. And sometimes I will bring on those who are much more knowledgeable about running in Japan on to share their information with you. Um, so yeah, I'm basically a blogger. I'm a vlogger, which is a video blogger. Part of the JVlog community. Now, JVlog means Japan Vlog, Japan Vlogger. And I am uh, happy to, uh, to, to jump back into a, a new medium, but an old medium. Uh, years ago, back in 2008, I had a podcast called Looks Like Canada. I only had eight episodes. It was a history-based podcast. And then um, basically what, what stopped that was the birth of my son, my first child. And with a, a new baby in the house and you have no idea what you're doing as a parent, um, it can really uh, basically all that free time that you once had to do things like podcasting disappears. So uh, yeah. Now the point of Just Japan is basically to give you guys out there listening a chance to learn more about Japan. If you stumbled across this podcast, well, more than likely, you're interested in Japan and you were searching for it. If you watch my videos on YouTube, you obviously have an interest in Japan and want to know more about it. Either you want to come here and travel, to visit, to tour, um, you are interested in the language, you want to know more about that, or you want to come here to work. Um, hey, those are all great reasons to listen to the Just Japan podcast. Now... We'll talk, like I said, I'll talk about education, I'll talk about parenting, I'll talk about travel, I'll talk about working here, hobbies, so many different aspects of life in Japan. Sometimes I'll even talk about news, topical things. Um, this being the first podcast, I'm recording it, uh, I'm going to be getting it, uh, figuring out the whole kind of uh, the deal with, with uh, hosting and uploading and all that, and hopefully this will be airing on um, the weekend of um, February 8th and 9th. So what I will be trying to do is get the podcast out every weekend, okay? Record it during the week, get it out during the weekend. And, uh, of course, some of the topics, again, I'll be talking about, I'll be going through the news, talking about things that maybe interest you, interest people who live in Japan. Um, and like I mentioned previously, when there's a topic I don't know much about, I'm going to bring people on and talk about it. Uh, a lot of people ask me questions on YouTube in the comments. They send me messages on YouTube. They, they send me messages on my Facebook or my Twitter. Um, by the way, you can find me on Twitter at jlandkev, J-L-A-N-D-K-E-V. My name is Kevin, jlandkev. Um, and they ask me questions about things that I, I just don't know about. People will ask me questions about getting a working visa in South Korea, for example. Um, because I know that I work there, but I haven't worked there in so many years that I don't understand the new laws and regulations. So I would get someone on to talk about something like that. Now, people want to know things about, like, for example, working at a university in Japan. I haven't done that, uh, not yet anyway, but I have a lot of friends who do work at universities. And I'll bring some of those on, those folks on to talk about things. Um, people might want to know about, for example, doing martial arts, doing Aikido, or... Uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu and different things like that, kendo, I don't know, I've never done those things, but I can certainly bring on people to share uh, with you. Uh, maybe you want to do community theater in Japan while you're here. Maybe you want to do some adventure, adventuring. Um, again, I'll bring people on weekly to talk about those different things. So there you go. Now, 
here on the Just Japan podcast, the first guest on the first episode is a friend of mine and someone I wanted to bring on to talk about being a long-term expat in Japan. I've been living here for only six years, but my friend Jim Mullins, who's from the United States and he lives in Shizuoka, Japan, he's been here for 23 years. And he obviously has a very different perspective on Japan from me because he's been here that length of time. He's had a lot more work experience and just basically experienced a lot of different aspects of Japan that I haven't. And、uh, Jim is going to be coming on tonight to tell us a little bit about being a long term expat or foreigner living in Japan. Please hang up and try again. So, folks out there, this is Kevin、uh, on the Just Japan podcast, a new podcast where we talk about all things Japan. And、uh, tonight, today, I'm going to be uh, interviewing uh, Molly on the YouTubes. Today is about being a long term expat in Japan, which I am, which, which Jim is. Um, so basically, Jim, so can you, first of all, can you tell us where you're from and、um, how long have you been in Japan? I am originally from Cincinnati, Ohio.、Um, northern, I grew up in Cincinnati, moved over to Northern Kentucky in, when I was in my school, my junior high years through college.、Uh, then I came over here in February of 1991. So as of、uh, the 5th of February, just a day and a half away now. Uh, it will be 23 years. Wow. It's impressive. And I've only been back a handful of times, maybe six, seven times. Wow. Wow. Very impressive.、Um, so, 23 years in Japan. So, okay.、Uh, you know, I, I suppose one of the questions I sent you,、um, mm-hmm. I, I was wondering what, what, it, what is basically, aside from, I know, of course, your, your wife is Japanese. Right.、Um, But aside from marriage, what, what has kept you in Japan for 23 years? Because most people, when they decide to come to a place like Japan or to a place like Korea or China or Taiwan to work, to teach, or this or that, it's, normally it's kind of a short term thing. So,、right. 23 years later, why are you still here? Well, you know, to be totally honest, Kevin, when I first came over here,、uh, my initial plan was one year. I was sorry about that.、Uh, put this on manner mode. Uh, my, my, my original plan was a year to come over, make some money, go back to the States, and continue on with my life.、Uh, one year extended into two, two into three, three into four, and here I am 23 years later, still here.、Um, I guess the reason I don't go back is because I'm perfectly comfortable living here.、Um, I've gone beyond the point of uh, uh, how, how can I say this? Where your friends back home, they've all grown their own families and lives and jobs, and I'm not a part of that anymore. And whenever I, I go back, the, the, the conversation immediately turns to, hey, you remember this? You remember that? And, you know, my life's been here. I mean, I'm, I'm going to be 46 years old in a week and a half. And for 23 years, I've been here half my life.、Mm. Um, So, my life is here. You know, I've got my home, my wife, and job, and friends. And、mm. it'd be really strange to go back now. Yeah, well, I guess that makes sense. I mean, I suppose in a similar way, I've, I've been, I've only been in Japan, wow, now we're, we're getting close to six years now, believe it or not.、Mm. I can't believe that. That's nothing like 23, but I suppose I've been in Asia since February 28, 2002. So, so there you go. 
I've been in Asia, yeah. So I came to Korea then, and uh, I guess like you, I initially came to Asia for one year. That was the plan. Mm-hmm. Um, I worked doing like I worked in IT. I worked at a video game development company back in Canada, and I just had a wanderlust, and I wanted to travel, travel, travel. And I, I said to myself, I'm just going to come to uh, Korea at that time for a year, and uh, then I was going to after a year, and I got the travel bug out of me. You know, I was going to go back home and continue working in the industry that I did and so in these uh, 12, in these 12 years you haven't moved back to Canada for even a year or anything I, I have I did I did move back I okay. moved back I, I moved back in uh, 2007 mm-hmm. uh, I moved back to go back to university to get my teaching credentials okay so I moved back um, so I lived in Korea for about five years a little more than five years, and then I went back to Canada. I went to the University of Ottawa, and I got my Bachelor of Education. But um, currently at the moment, I think it's going to change in the next year or two. Um, in, in the province of Ontario, you could get your education degree in one year. Okay. So that's part of the reason why I chose Ontario. So I got my B.Ed. in one year, my teaching license in one year. So I, I went back for it, and it wasn't even one year. It was really only like 10 months, and then mm-hmm. I... So Korea to Canada for ten months, and then to Japan. Okay. Here I am. Um, but yeah, so I I guess uh, when kind of looking through a list of some of the questions I, I wrote for you uh, to ask you, um, I now I know talking to you in the past because Jim and I know each other um, in a way because we're both YouTubers and we know each other through the YouTube video blogging community and we've go talked. YouTube. Yay, go YouTube. Um, and Jim has a very kind of different attitude than some long-term expats I've talked to. <laughs> I, I've, I mean, I, I've met some long-term expats who've been here, who are here, who are pretty bitter, <laughs> have a chip on their shoulder. And, uh, and yeah. You know, and, and they, they feel like they, they kind of a bitching and playing like how they're trapped in Japan. They don't want to be here, but they've got no choice because of the family, the finances, the job, this, that. Um, and one thing that I've always found very refreshing when I talk to you, Jim, is that you just love being in Japan, man. Like you're like, this is my home. I love it. This is where I am. This is where I'm at. And this is, you know, I'm cool. Well, you know, Kevin. I mean, seriously, seriously. When you wake up in the morning, mm-hmm. when you put your feet on the floor, it doesn't matter where you're at. The same things are going to happen. You're going to get up, you're going to get dressed, you're going to go to work, you're going to come home. So do the surroundings really matter? There you go. And I completely get what you're saying, man. Um, I, um, you know, I've got plenty of friends here. Uh, mm-hmm. that, that's, one, that's, that's one key thing is that uh, after my second or third year here, mm-hmm. I stopped hanging around the foreign crowd. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I've got a lot of side hobbies that I that I do. Um, I used to play pool. Yeah. I, I play guitar. Uh, I you know I do all these little things, and I'm how can I say I I, I move within the Japanese community with those things. Mm. So I've got a lot of Japanese friends. Yeah. So I don't really get to hear a lot of can I say pissing and moaning from foreigners about Japan. Other than what I, you know, see on YouTube, you know, I don't have to deal with any of that. You know what I, I got to admit, in my current situation. Now I'll kind of jump around here a little bit, you know, okay. kind of on this topic. Um, 
I don't. I currently for the last. I'm on a, a kind of a short-term contract at the moment. I work for a board of education. I'm working in Japanese schools for the first time in my almost six years here in Japan. Mm-hmm. And I worked in private schools for years, um, and I worked with a lot of foreigners, and I met a lot of. I didn't. I didn't work with any long-term expats, but I, I, I met a lot of kind of short-term expats, and a lot of them were kind of bitter and bitchy, and really, you know, have a chip on the shoulder about Japan and were really kind of negative about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but now, at the four schools I work at, I'm the only gaijin. And yeah. I'm surrounded by Japanese people all day. And um, I guess also, too, I don't, I, I've got a family and I've got little kids, which you know, you've, you've met my sure. kids, you've hung out with my kids. I don't go out to bars and hang out with other gaijin. I just don't go to bars. And if I do go out, it tends to be these days, I tend to be going out with Japanese people more than anyone. So I, I also have to, I, I'm starting to understand what you mean. I, I don't have that kind of negativity around me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I got some, some good advice um, a while ago, a few months ago. I was chatting with uh, um, uh, a YouTube, another YouTube name in Japan, Eric Surf Six. Mm-hmm. Eric, love him. Um, who's been? He's another long-term expat. He's been here for quite a long time. I mean, yeah. he's been here for. He's definitely been here. I think twenty years or more. Uh, uh, that I don't know. I think. I think. But I know he's, he's been here a long time. He's been here quite a long time. I mean, he's got. He's got two boys who are both. I think maybe one's in high school now, and the other's in junior high school, and they they were born here and grew up here. But he said, he, I remember one time asking him for some advice, like, how do you? live a, a satisfied life in Japan as a foreigner. And he said, he said, Kevin, number one, you got to learn the language. Number two, you got to make friends, Japanese friends. Right. And then he said also, it helps if you can make important friends. <laughs> like, you know, if you can make friends who've got, who've got some sway in the Japanese community, you know, mm. but at the end of the day, from what he told me, and I've been trying to work on it this year because I never have until this year, but, but about learning Japanese. Yeah. And I and I, I, I get that because then you can cross the bridges and you can you move into another world. And my Japanese still sucks shit. It, it's terrible, but it's a hell of a lot better than it was six months ago. Well, my speaking is my speaking and listening, you know, well enough that I can, you know, I I could live here on my own if I had to. Mm-hmm. Uh, but my reading and writing is, you know, fairly non-existent as far as the kanji goes. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm fine with hiragana and katakana and some kanji. But you know, if you if you put a you know if you put a piece of paper down with in front of me with a bunch of writing on it, I can't read it. Um, but you know, communication, like Eric said, you know, being able to communicate with people and have Japanese friends, and yeah, you know, uh, I've got friends here that if I left, I would I would miss them dearly. Mm. You know, I'm, I've uh, uh, I've told you about a certain situation that's going on recently, and I had a friend. Uh, called me the other night, one of my Japanese friends, and he's saying, "Are you thinking of going back to America?" And I was like, "No, no, no, I'm not going back to America." Yeah, okay. yeah. Well, because this, this is where your home is, right? I'll be staying here. Yeah. That's. I guess I mean you've you've already answered that question. I was going to ask you, do you have any desire to go back to America? But I know you don't. No, um, I don't. No, I'm. Uh, I'm. The the only thing I I guess like to help you with your with that question since you wanted to ask it. Um, the the only reason that I would go back to America would be if something happened with my mom that I had to go back and take care of her. Yeah. Uh, but with that said, I would try to get her over here first. Hmm. I understand you. Yeah. 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 
Going back um, there would be my my last. You've last mentioned that before. I've heard you say that. Like you know, you said that the one like fear you have is that your mother's health you know takes a, a bad turn because you don't you don't want to have to go back and, and spend right. like, a major commitment of time in, in right. America. Um. Well, okay. Here we go. One thing I'm curious about, and, and I'm, I'm sure you've met these people, and I okay. definitely have in Korea and in Japan, but um, some expats you meet, people who've come here really seem to have a very difficult time mm -hmm. dealing with Japan, coping with Japan, getting acclimated to Japan. And, yeah, they just have a real hard time, and they just seem to, no sooner do they get here than they're extremely negative, and they just don't want to be here. Right. Um, so I was, I was wondering, what do you, I mean, I've got tons of, I've got a, I've got a big bag of cents, more than two cents on that one, but I'm mm -hmm. curious, wh why do you think that some... Some gaijin, um, and for those of you out there who don't know what that means, gaijin, it's kind of a, a cruder term of gaikokujin, which means foreigner or OA people, people who are not from Japan. Mm -hmm. um, why do you think some people some people come here and they kind of really it clicks and they like it and they enjoy their time? Some people just friggin' hate it, man. Why, why is that the case? What do you think? Okay, well I'm gonna put a, I'm gonna put a nickel in on this one. Go on, go, <laughs> go for it. Okay. Um, I think before they get here, a lot of people have this image of Japan of rice paddies, rickshaws, you know. Mm. Real romanticized kind of idea. Very, yes, the mystical Japan. Okay? Uh, then they get over here and they find out that Tokyo is no different than New York City. Except there's, you know, a couple weird things thrown in here and there. And, and there are quite a few weird people. things. Uh, but the culture here is very, very uh, conservative. Mm, if definitely. people can actually believe that from what you see on the Internet, you know, with some of the adult stuff and, uh, in, you know, the Bo Peep girls walking around in Shinjuku and all that. Um, but Japan most Japan is, isn't like Shinjuku, right? Right. No, it's not. Not at all. Shinjuku is Shinjuku, right? I was looking, um, even, even like Tokyo, I like to say often, like, like you've got Tokyo, then you've got Japan. Right, right, exactly, exactly. I don't um, live in Tokyo. I live in Japan. <laughs> so I think they've got this this glazed-over image of Japan before they get here, and then they get here and they realize that it's really no different than being back, back home, except there's a lot of rules of society that happen here. You know, a lot of things to keep you in the group, <laughs> and, uh, you know, the, the, the nail sticking up gets hammered down, and... Uh, and if you're not flexible enough to, as they say, win in Rome, you're not gonna yeah. you're not gonna be able to to last it out here. There's too many things that could piss you off. Yeah, way too many things. And that's the thing. I've I've met I've met I've met those angry foreigners who are like, well, why the why the hell don't they? Why the fuck don't they do this? Why the fuck do they do this? Back home they do this, and this works so much better. Why don't they do this? It's like, well, because you're not back home, man. That's that's the key phrase right there, Kevin. And I find that coming from Americans a lot. And I mean, I've been here long enough. I've met a lot of people from every corner of the world. And the Americans tend to be the one, and I'm sorry because it's my home country, but American people tend to be the ones that say, well, in America we do it like this. Well, then take your ass back to America because they don't do it like that here. This isn't America. Yeah. This is yeah, Japan. That, you came, came here. Exactly. 
Whenever I think about like foreigners who who the kind of angry foreigners who don't fit in, I always think back to 2002, my first year in Korea, and I was um, I was in a Taekwondo class, and I used to go to Taekwondo five nights a week, and that's the way they rolled with the Taekwondo school I was at. It was like five nights a week, or you don't come. No, it was like, okay. I'm very serious about it. And there was a few expats in my my class, and there was these two girls from Canada, uh, well, young women, very attractive. Good-looking girls. They were, when I first met them, I was like, hey, they're pretty cool. And the more I got to know them, and they'd only been in Korea for a few months, I just I saw this negative dark side, and they would just, like, bitch and complain and bitch and complain. They'd be like, why the hell? And, like, where we lived in Korea, this is outside, it was outside of Seoul, this little city called Ilsan, and 2002, foreign food products were just, there was no such thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you didn't have the amenities, like, you know, like, here, like, now I can order anything I want from Amazon.jp, I can go to Costco. Sure. That Those weren't options then. You you ate local. Shit, I didn't even have the internet when I got here. I didn't have the internet either. I mean, I could have, but I didn't. But it was, um, you know, there, it, it was these two girls were just bitching and playing. They're like, these people are so fucking backwards, they would say. You can't even buy peanut butter here. What's wrong with these people? And they would say that. What's wrong with these people? You can't. Well, they're 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 Korean. They don't eat peanut butter. <laughs> right, 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 right. You can't buy live octopus in Canada. Yeah, exactly. I can't. I can't go to. I can't go to a, a convenience store in small town Canada and buy a box of kimchi. <laughs> right, exactly. You know exactly. what I mean? Why not? Because Canadian people don't eat kimchi. Right. It's, and and it was just like this, just a really shitty bad attitude. That clo- like you said, you gotta have an open mind, and they had a closed mm-hmm. mind. Um, but uh, yeah, you gotta so be able I, to bend a little bit, you know. Pardon? You got you. Ha- you have to be able to bend a little bit. And sometimes more than a little bit, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that that the kind of this is actually it's kind of segueing nicely into the, the next question I want to ask you. I wanted to ask you. I, I sent a, a question about creature comforts. Mm-hmm. Um, I know for me, for example, there are certain creature comforts I have from back home. I know. Um, I don't know, just certain things in Japan. You know, I love I love so much about Japan, but for example, and God, it's going to sound like such a fucking stereotype, but um, I love my maple syrup, man. Mm-hmm. And when I was, and you can buy that here, but it's bloody expensive. But when I was in Canada at Christmas, my parents packed three big cans of it in my suitcase and sent it back with me. Um, I, I like to, to be honest, I get a lot of my creature comforts, the things I watch, um, for example, I don't get to watch much TV because I've got the little kids, and the moment the TV goes on, if I turn on something I want to see, I've got a three-year-old who's like, Daddy, play Thomas, play Bob the Builder. Blah, blah, blah. Right. He'll just destroy any kind of entertainment experience I want to have. So I, I've, I've already like completely um, surrendered myself to the fact that the TV's his, and I get my entertainment from when my kids go to sleep. I turn on the interwebs, and I, I get to watch, like, documentaries on YouTube, and I watch a lot of stuff just on my computer. Sure. Um, you know, I like to make up a, a cook up a pizza from time to time, and, you know, there's certain things like my pizza, uh, um, I like to, you know, watch an English documentaries, there's certain things that make me feel relaxed. Mm-hmm. What, what are some of the creature, and I, I know, I know today was a big day in the football world, um, but I know there's certain things that you really like from back home. Mm-hmm. So to speak, even though Japan is your home now, but from when I say back home, I just mean from where you were from originally. Back, so, yeah, what back, are some of your back, back comforts, and how do you get them in Japan? 
Okay, well, uh, this is going to fall into the 23 years thing again. Um, <sighs> there are things that I miss, but I can live without them because I've been here so long without them. I think I've passed the point that I jones for them. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. Now, you okay. you know, and anybody that listens to this that knows us will know that I'm a huge Cincinnati Bengals fan, mm. and I need my Cincinnati Bengals football. Um, but, you know, with the Internet, I buy the NFL Game Pass each year, and I can, you know, bring the games up live on the net. Mm. Now, the downside of that is it's the game starts at 3 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, that yeah, kind of stuff. National Dayline. Right, 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 right. So um, I kind of miss that. Foods, um, there are foods that I would like to have. Like, I, I if, if, okay, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bend on this one. Cincinnati Chili. Okay. I would give my left nut to have Cincinnati Chili outlet in this country. Oh. That's the one thing that I really, really miss. That's that I the, the the one food. I can I can deal with Japanese pizza now. I've been here long enough. I've 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 assimilated. <laughs> you know the corn corn and mayonnaise on a pizza. Uh, but <laughs> corn I can do the mayonnaise. Fuck no, and I like mayonnaise on its own, but just not on my pizza. But Cincinnati Chili, yeah, that's the that's the one that I really miss. But you know, you know, we've got Subway here, we've got Burger King, McDonald's, and you know, Taco that is Bell. True. That is true. You know, so fast foods were pretty much covered, and you know, you know me, I don't need those things. You know, I, that's those are the things I should stay away from. <laughs> so anybody that's listening that doesn't know me, I'm a rather rotund person. So, by the way, is there a Burger King in Shizuoka? Yes, there is. Oh, okay, we've got Just one. Up last year. Okay, we've got one in Kobe that opened last year as well. Mm, yeah. Good stuff. Yeah, it is good, man. It's fucking a million times better than fucking McDonald's garbage, which I just put a video up uh, a few minutes before I called you about uh, the Happy Meal toy. Mm. Oh, another, thing I miss from, another thing I miss from back home is uh, uh, radio stations. Ah. A nice choice. I mean, you know, I'm really into music. I miss a, a I, I miss having the wide variety of music in my car when I'm driving. No, oh, in your car. Can you get? Now here's an interesting question. Hmm. I don't drive a car. I don't know. Okay. Um, I got a friend. Uh, uh well, uh, YouTube follower. Um, I'll call him, I'll call him a friend, man, because he's he's man. This guy's keen on my friggin' Facebook, man. We're chatting every day. Um, right. Nicholas, who lives in the Navajo Nation Reserve, uh, down in Arizona. And if you're Shout listening, out to Nick. there you go. Um, he asked me one time about Sirius Satellite, Sirius Satellite Radio. Do they have it in Japan? Uh, I have no can idea. You into it? And can you get uh, satellite radio in your cars and stuff in Japan? Because I don't know. I don't have a car. I honestly don't know. I mean, I've got a car, and mm -hmm. I've got a, the you know the the navigation system. It's a brand new system actually. I just bought it in September of last year. Um, I can Bluetooth my phone over to it and listen to podcasts and songs off of there, but um, I miss, and, and I know there's satellite radio here. I don't know if you can get it in the car or not. Yeah, um, I think Sirius Satellite, you could probably get pretty much anything you'd ever want to listen to. Right, but at the same time, um, just the, the radio stations that come through, the regular radio stations, Yeah. Um, you know, it's all in Japanese, which kind of, you know, uh -huh. takes away from it, you know, takes away from the experience. Uh, I get you. I get you. Yeah, you know, you know the whole, you know, American Top Forty 
I'm big, I'm big into I'm big into the radio apps on my iPhone, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm a big I'm a big fan of the uh, of uh, this one here. The C- I don't know, probably can't see shit all there. Let's get so change. CBC news, CBC, which is like uh, our NPR or okay, BBC, okay. and uh, their their app has a lot of. No, I don't drive a car, but I, I listen to a lot of like the radio. Uh, mm-hmm. Now it's not top forty radio, mind you, public radio, right? So the right. music stations and this and that. But I listen to a lot of that on my iPhone, and it was pretty cute because like every morning I'm up, I listen to the CBC News, and they've got like the intro jingle. And then we were back in Canada at Christmas. I went back home just with my son, just the two of us. And I actually turned on the radio to CBC, and the news started up. And my son looked at my parents like like radio, and just like he freaked. He was like, "Like Daddy's iPhone." Wow, <laughs> that's right. It makes the same noise as my iPhone. Um, right. But uh, yeah, I miss the I miss the banter between the DJs and. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. got you. I got you. I got and you, and yeah. does that even exist anymore? You know, I don't. I don't even know. Probably not so much anymore. I mean, I'm sure there's still some talk radio out there, um, but at the end of the day, most things are syndicated. Yeah. I think most of the small stations. Over the years, even it was starting before I left in like 10 years ago, 15 years ago, where we're laying off DJs and kind of just getting syndicated shows and stuff. And Well, uh, Kurt was telling me just the other night that last time he was in California, you can't even rent DVDs anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Netflix or nothing, pretty much. Yeah. I'm not sure what Redbox is. I've heard about something called Redbox. Is that in Canada? In the, or That's in Canada. Is that in the States, too? Uh, I, I wouldn't know. Oh, yeah. that's something I get you know a lot of you know the Japanese people ask me well you know what how do they do this in America and you know is this going on like that and I'm like I have no idea when's the last time you were in America two years ago well okay well I haven't been there for eight years so you've been there you know more more recent time than I have yeah (laughs) I got (laughs) you um okay so here's a question for you okay um it's more of like advice. Okay. So obviously, I mean, you know, Molly, from your YouTube channel, and I know from my YouTube channel, and you know, for all of you out there, by the way, YouTube.com/slash/warmothstrat. Actually, you know, just go to YouTube and and type Molly, M-U-L-L-Y, and his channel will be the first thing that pops up. Right. Or you can go to Mully'sPlace.com, but we'll get to that later, right? Oh, Mully'sPlace.com. Excellent. Um, so. I'm going to ask your advice on a couple of different things. So first of all, mm-hmm. for for those foreigners who've just arrived in Japan or have been in Japan for a while, who are struggling to adjust and get used and acclimated to life in Japan, what advice would you have for those people who are here already on the ground and having a bit of a rough time? Uh, get out. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry, not get out of the country, but get out of your apartment. Uh, you know, that, sorry, that kind of came off the wrong. You know, the message sent, oh. the message received, right? Um, get out, get out, get around town. Uh, meet, meet the natives. Meet the people that live here. Uh, a lot of people are in uh, a Kiowa system, which are the English school, English conver, English conversation schools. Uh, you yeah. can hang around with your students if if the school allows it. Um, meet the people. You know, get some kind of a hobby going here. Something outside, something that doesn't involve the foreign community. Uh, I'm not saying don't have any foreign friends, but don't make the foreign friends the base of your 
the yeah, base of your existence. existence. The center of your universe. Because you're gonna you're gonna be getting, like you said, those you know those negative nillies that could mm-hmm. uh, probably taint the water for you. You know. Yeah. Um, and just uh, be flexible. Yep. Cool. 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 That but totally makes sense. Fly off the handle when something goes when something doesn't go your way. Try to you know open up your eyes a little bit and see it from a different perspective before you you know get a hair up your ass about it. <laughs> For sure. I think one of the one of the biggest mistakes people can make in a country like Japan or in Korea and and I found myself in this same trap years ago in Korea was like literally going from work right to the foreigner, the expat bar, the pub, getting drunk, drinking, 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 and hanging out with a bunch of negative people who are drinking and just bitching and complaining about the country you're in, going home, passing out, waking up doing the same thing again. One other piece of advice I would really like to give the young people, which, you know, nobody's ever going to listen to me, but uh, you get get over here and you're making a shitload of money considering what you're doing. Hmm. Don't blow it. Be be wise. Put some of it away. Yeah, yeah, that's that's advice that I. Uh, I well, no, I eventually I, I did take that. I, my first few years in, in abroad, I didn't do that, but uh, eventually I did. Okay, so here's another advice question for you. Mm-hmm. A lot of the people who are going to listen to this podcast, just Japan. Woo. Um, a lot of people who are watching your YouTube channel, my YouTube channel, uh, they're going to they're they're people who aren't in Japan, but they want to come here. Mm-hmm. You know, they're they're in they're in America, they're in Canada, they're Australia, they're in Lithuania, they're in the Philippines, they're all over the place, man. All corners of the world. Amazing places people send me messages from. They'll be like, I'm from you know, good morning from uh, my Facebook page, good morning from Bucharest, good morning from sure. All these incredible places. It's really amazing. People who have an interest in coming to Japan. Um, for those people who want to come to Japan, and this is such a general question, what is what is some advice for people you would have um, for those who want to come to Japan? Uh, well, my well to live. I mean, not just my, my advice that I just gave to the newbies would extend out to the people that haven't come here yet. Uh, try to be flexible. You know, keep 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 an open mind. Keep keep your eyes open. Uh, on top of that, um, I would suggest uh, learning a bit of the language before you get here, if you can. Mm-hmm. Uh, but with that said, if you're learning the language overseas and you get over here, don't come over here thinking that you can. Oh yeah, my Japanese is really good because when you you'll you'll be a deer in the headlights when you get over here. <laughs> you'll find that, that textbook Japanese really doesn't get you far. <laughs> yeah, uh, I know but that. It, but I, it does. But it doesn't hurt to have a base. Yeah, I know that firsthand. Um, mm-hmm. Even even just from like the when I first arrived, I uh, I took a few uh, classes, um, courses a, f- a few nights a week and. And you know when you're taking all your introductory Japanese classes, all your 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 textbooks are all you're learning kegel, right? That mm-hmm. proper polite form of Japanese. And then I when I found out I'd go to the real world, it's like this doesn't work because I don't understand what anyone is saying. Nobody says that. No one <laughs> says it that way. Yeah, well, <laughs> well you know, just casual form, which is completely different. Reverse it. When was the last time you heard somebody say, "Hi, my name is Jim. Nice to meet you. How are you today?" My hobby exactly. is, right? You don't hear many people saying that in Canada or America. Yeah. Right, exactly. The mean streets of Cincinnati. 
Yeah. So uh, you know, get it. You know, it, but it does, it doesn't hurt to have a, a little bit of a uh, of an anchor. You know, the little bit, the base mm. and the language there. Uh, pick up some of that, and uh, again, just uh, be flexible and be ready. You know, it, you hear a lot of people on YouTube say that people like myself and Victor and you and other people were Japan apologists. You know, because you know we we drink we we drink the Japan Kool Aid. I don't drink the Japan Kool Aid. There, I mean, there's a lot of shit here that pisses me off. Um, well, fuck yeah, me too, man. But but the good outweighs the bad enough that I just you know there's no reason for me to bitch about it. I mean, it's, yeah, I've been accused of being a Japan apologist, really. <laughs> I just make Yankee videos. Yeah. Probably. And any of us that don't that don't complain about Japan. Yeah, the, those who are not negative melodies. The Japanese well, Kool Aid. Yeah, that's just because I'm not a negative person. Right. Exactly. You know, of exactly. course. Of course, there are definitely things in Japan that I don't like. There's things about Korea I don't like. There's things about Canada I don't like. Exactly. And that's the point I was trying to make before when but I said I'm, when, you I'm up, up. when you wake up in the morning, you put your feet on the floor. Yeah. You know, um, we all put our pants on one leg at a time. Yeah, no matter where you're at. Every place you live has got negative sides, right? Mm -hmm. It's got upsides and downsides. That's right. And we're just different. Exactly. Now, I, pr I probably wouldn't be as happy if I lived in Tokyo or Osaka or Nagoya. Um, for the people I listening, I live, in, I live in Shizuoka, which is a, it's a small city. And I actually live outside of Shizuoka, like an hour outside of Shizuoka. So I'm, you know, I'm out in, I'm out in the sticks. I, well, I wouldn't say it's the sticks, but, you know, it's, fair, it's kind of rural around here. And I like it. It's slow-paced and... Well, I got to remember, man. Like, I live in Kobe, and um, I work in Osaka for now. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna be changing. I'm changing jobs in a couple of months. Um, I uh, I would ha never have any interest in living in Osaka, and I certainly would never want to live in Tokyo. Not. Don't get me wrong. Tokyo is a cool place. I've been there many times. I've run through the streets in the Tokyo Marathon. It is very cool. It's just not what I'm into. You know. Right. I think if it was like a, a twenty. I'm 38 now. If I was, you know, 22, 25-year-old Kevin, I would love to live in Tokyo. Yeah, um, I, yeah, I can see that. You know, single, single, 25-year-old Kevin, Yahoo! But um, you know, yeah. I like the slower-paced life here in Kobe. It's clean. The air is amazing. The mountains are close by. I'm right beside the ocean. I grew up in like the east coast of Canada in Nova Scotia, right on the ocean. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, I grew up I've, fishing. I've been, home. I've been down to your. Dude, where you live twice, you know. Yeah. That's that's where we've been around each other, and mm -hmm. uh, even even Kobe is too busy for me. Yeah, and uh, to be honest, I would even like to live more rural than this. I mm -hmm. would, if if I were to stay here long term, I would like to move maybe somewhere like not a prefecture, mm -hmm. like kind of a little more into the woods. <laughs> I'd sure like to have that. I'd sure like to have that Brazilian restaurant here, though. Yeah, that Brazilian Braziliano guys in Kobe. Kobe Mosaic in Harborland. It's wonderful. Mm. <laughs> uh, and if you ever want to sponsor me in the future, go ahead, Braziliano. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so uh, I guess we'll wrap it up. Um, Jim, Jim's the first guest on the first episode of the Just Japan podcast, um, which is something I'm hoping to get on a weekly basis, a topical thing, different people each week. Um... Different people each week talking about different topics about Japan. Sometimes maybe just me, Kevin, and uh, AKA Busan Kevin on the interwebs. 
And uh, yeah, it's been really cool to 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 have you here, Jim. Thanks so much. And Thanks, Jim. Can you tell us, tell all the people who are listening, how can they find you on the interwebs? Okay, well, you can get me on, well, go to www.mulliesplace.com. That's M-U-L-L-Y-S place.com. Uh, and everything related to Mully is there. Cool. You get my YouTube channels and the, you my podcast. you got a podcast now as well, don't you? Yes, I do. A, a, a fledgling new podcast. Well, mine's more fledgling. <laughs> well, I've only got three more than you, and one of them, one of them needs to be edited. So, <laughs> right on, right on. So go to mollysplace.com. You can also find Molly on uh, YouTube. Uh, just just type in Molly M U L L Y on the search, um, or go to YouTube.com/slash warmothstrat. Warmothstrat W A R M O T H S T R A T. That's right, and. Um, uh, he makes great videos. Uh, him and his wife. Uh, his wife is Japanese. Tomoko. She's a great lady. She makes. They make great videos together. Good great stuff. Videos. That's awfully kind, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> great videos and all kinds of stuff. So um, yeah, there we go. So uh, thanks for joining us tonight or today, tonight. And yeah, uh, yeah well, thanks there for having me. I'm honored to be the the first guest. So I want to thank you for downloading episode one of Just Japan, the podcast all about Japan. And I also want to thank my first guest, Jim Mullins, Mully, on YouTube. Now, I plan on putting out these podcasts weekly. They should be coming out every weekend, hopefully, if all goes well. And each weekend, um, I will have a guest on the show talking about various topics about Japan, around Japan, all things Japan, because, hey, this is just Japan. So, again, I'm Kevin, and I want to thank you for listening. Now, you can get a hold of me on Twitter anytime at jlandkev, so twitter.com slash jlandkev, J-L-A-N-D-Kev. You can also find me on YouTube at youtube.com slash busankevin. And youtube.com slash jlankev. Now also, I'm going to do like kind of a, a mailbag type thing. Um, so if you want to send me a question, any question at all, maybe I can answer it, maybe I can't. If I can't, I'll find someone who can. You can email me at busankevin at gmail.com. Busankevin at gmail.com. Uh, by the way, you can probably hear some background noise. I'm, I'm, I'm recording right now in a school in kind of a storage room uh, at my junior high school. So there's all kinds of like giggly teenagers running around in the hallways. That's just the way it works when you, you're trying to record at a school. So um, again, if you have any questions, you can email me at busankevin at gmail.com and I'll happily, you know, maybe I can do a little mailbag section where I can answer your questions here during the podcast. Um, so yeah, so there we go. The first episode of... Just Japan. Remember, if you like the podcast, say good things on iTunes, and remember to share it with your friends. Hey, post a link on your Facebook. Tweet this out. Let the world know. Share it on Google+. Um, the more people that are listening, the more motivation I have to keep on making uh, a product and to, to start making it better, too. That's another thing. All right, guys. Well, Kevin here in Japan. I hope you're doing well wherever you are, and take care. <laughs>